0: Mark crept around the corner of the building and found an entrance. The door hung askew and creaked in the wind. He paused before entering. Maybe he should just call the police, but he shook off that plan. So far, he had nothing to tell them, and with his lack of credibility with the Chicago PD, he doubted they would jump into action on his say-so alone. He worried he might already be too late. Mark shook his head trying to dispel the negative thought. Somehow he would find a way to save the young woman. Stepping over the threshold, he found himself in what he thought might be an office. It was pitch black. But he sensed walls instead of a large cavernous space like a warehouse. He shuffled his feet carefully. His hands held out before him as he tried to navigate in the darkness. Soon his eyes grew accustomed to the lack of light and he picked out dark shapes that appeared to be desks and chairs. He stilled when he heard voices chanting. A chill swept over him. Something about the cadence of the chant sent a shiver of fear to his very core. Every cell in his brain screamed at him to turn and flee as fast as he could, and he began to heed the order, but froze in his tracks when he heard a faint whimper of fear. He couldn't leave not without at least trying to help his breathing quickened and his heart seemed to be beating loud that he was surprised the sound wasn't echoing off the walls he advanced toward the chanting he found a hallway leading out of the office and followed it around to the right from the hollow resonance of his steps on the wooden floor he figured he was in the warehouse now a mysterious glow emanated from the far corner mark couldn't figure out what caused it he crept towards the light It wasn't until he bumped into something that he realized that in front of him was a makeshift wall covered in a dark, rough cloth. Beneath the cloth he felt a wooden framework. Pallets? Reaching up, he couldn't feel the top of the wall. But since the glow was visible above it, it couldn't have reached the ceiling. One hand skimming the cloth, Mark followed the wall until he came to an opening. About a dozen people surrounded a naked woman who cowered on the floor. The photo come to life. They circled her, slowly chanting words he couldn't decipher. Maybe it was a different language, but he wasn't sure. Every few seconds a man holding a long pole, a staff of some sort, would poke her roughly. Mark noticed numerous bruises on her back and arms. The woman's eyes were huge and her bound hands lifted to try to fend off the staff, a gag choking off terrified sobs. Bile rose in his throat. The only illumination came from flashlights held by three people in the group. All wore the dark hooded clothing, masking their features. He thought he definitely heard at least a couple of feminine voices in the group. In the dim light, he could see a post rigged with ropes. He didn't want to think what they planned to do with that. But according in his dream, at some point the woman would be lashed to it. His mouth felt dry as a desert, and his mind raced trying to determine a plan of action. If he hurried, he could get help. That seemed like the wisest choice. He certainly couldn't take on a dozen people by himself. The thought of leaving the woman alone and helpless tore at his conscience. But what choice did he have? Mark backed away from the opening, but as he turned, he crashed into someone, a very large someone, who shoved Mark away. The push sent Mark staggering into the wall behind him. He reached out to catch himself, but his hand tangled in the fabric, and he bit back a cry of pain when something sliced his palm. Enjoying the show? The man advanced and grabbed Mark by the shoulder of his jacket and yanked him towards the opening, sending him stumbling into the midst of the ceremony. Mark regained his balance quickly and, thinking fast, rushed to the woman before anyone could stop him. He had a certain element of surprise and hoped that by doing the unexpected, he might get them both out of this yet. He pulled her to his feet and tried to ignore the flare of hope in her eyes. Escape was far from a sure thing, and already cries of protest arose from the gathering behind him. A soft whoosh gave him a scant half-second warning that probably saved his life as he ducked huddling over the victim. The staff cracked across his head with a glancing blow. Mark staggered, shaking his head to clear it. He spun, catching the return swing of the pole, and yanked it out of the wielder's hands.